All right. Hello. Diet Riders. Diet Riders. Welcome to our podcast. I'm Alyssa Miller. I'm Brooke Miller. Both dietitians. Both from the Midwest. Both live in Denver. Both moms. Both. I'm out of things. All right. We'll start the podcast. Today is a very special episode. It's our first time having a guest. Pause for a round of applause. Woo! If I knew how to edit, I would put one in, <laughs> but I don't. So, very professional. So, here's our guest, Rose. What's your last name? Muniz. Oh, Beal. I, for, I recently, <laughs> made a name. I recently uh, changed my last that's name. That's hilarious. Earlier, I was. we were at the lake yesterday to celebrate my mom's birthday, and I was like, yeah, the Coonan's in the house, and I was like, that's my maiden name. We're the Millers now. It's funny how... It's so funny. So when did you get yes. married? How long ago? I, I got married a year and a few months ago. Okay, I'm eight years so. in, and I'm still forgetting, so it's fine. Okay, Beal. So, my name is Rose Beal. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> All right. I love that. <laughs> so we have her today to talk about um, just really about herself and her whole um, journey into like the mm-hmm. health world for sure but then also this amazing company that she has called fit snacks mm-hmm. is that the name of the company fit snack yep fit snack okay so all right so we'll let you take it away tell us a little bit about your background or your story or okay um you want to share how you got to here how yeah. I got to here start oh, with your birth no I'm just it's, kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's been such a great journey so um let's see uh I started my career in corporate America and I was an executive for a global consulting firm. And during that time, I was just so frustrated with the stagnant life of sitting and also being in a hurry. I was always an, like kind of um, a victim of whatever food was around that I could get my hands on and finding healthy food was not always an option. I traveled a lot for work and mm-hmm. so it was always like, I, I got to the point where I got so fed up that um, I went to this extreme where I started doing uh, bodybuilding. Oh, okay. And I was a um, lean muscle bodybuilder bikini. Oh, wow. And so I was I would make little protein brownies and I would take them with me on a plane and then eat them for the week at work, uh-huh. uh, wherever I was flying to for that week. In, and that was in order to ha- eat clean and feel good and be able to have this like very extreme experience in physique. Uh-huh. Um, after that, I, I like really un- came to understand that it doesn't have to be that extreme. And that was like a little bit hard oh. on my body. So I wanted sure. to find more of a balance and I wanted to change the problem that America has, um, today. And that is making healthy snacks more accessible. Yeah. Um, available for you. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And so without having to pack your own, <laughs> make your own all the time. <laughs> yes. It, so I was the busy. weirdo with a cooler on the plane. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Of my homemade snacks. Uh-huh. So, um, anyhow, I. Uh, Fast forward to after 10 years of that career, I um, was really ready to make a change and I, I just always had this drive to become an entrepreneur. So um, uh, at the same time, my sister was finishing her nutrition degree. Oh, and cool. so she's a personal trainer and a nutritionist. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, okay, we're going to start a company and... Um, Right now, like there's this beautiful trend in subscription services. Mm-hmm. So I love think... subscription boxes. <laughs> yeah, what's that one Almost clothing one that you Stitch Fix? Yes, I have a thousand that I love. But oh, Stitch gosh. Fix is 
I still use it all the time. So most subscription boxes I've kind of like teetered in and out like uh-huh. every time, but I yeah. love subscription Did you do boxes. the bow one for her? Have no, you guys I've done heard the bow of it. one? No. So. My my friend, oh, she gets a subscription box of bows for her daughter's hair. Like every month, right? Every month. Yes, I've heard of this. Yeah. She's only it's three weeks, so we're still Josh is still like, Don't put it on her head. It's restricting her circulation. I was like, She's fine. <laughs> she has yeah. to wear her little brother big brother's clothes, so we have to put a bow on her head. So but yeah, <laughs> subscription boxes are just the way to go now. I mean, they're it's my just favorite easy. when you don't know what's coming because it feels yeah. like Christmas. <laughs> it does feel like Christmas, yeah. But yeah, Stitch Fix um, is my go-to. But we also did BarkBox. Have you guys heard oh, of BarkBox? I've heard of it. For your dog. We have so, not done that. Back when so we cool. cared more about our dog when oh. we didn't have kids. Sorry, Rafa. He got the shaft once they were born. But we used to get BarkBox and every month they would send treats oh, and toys. Fun. It's really cool. Oh, I love that. Anyways. I do actually a couple of subscriptions yeah I do they're really fun they're really mm-hmm. fun um so I have my own subscription yeah. which is fit snack and w- the reason that so basically what we thought about was like okay how do we educate people about eat healthy eating but in a fun way uh-huh. that could be fun for the whole family and it's not so extreme that it's like you know, no sugar, no, you know, like there's still snacks that people are going to enjoy. Right. Um, So it's kind of like your everyday snacks, but um, a healthier version. Yeah. Cool. Um, So that brought us to Fit Snack. We started the company um, just over four years ago and we have, um, we featured probably thousands of like at least a thousand brands to date. Wow. Um, Most of the brands that we feature are, um, like uh, mom and pop shops because uh-huh. um, we're still growing and so we're able to bring it, to feature brands that are um, kind of more batch and specialty. That's awesome. And uh, so like just a couple of examples, um, one of our partners, um, Luke's Organic, they create these amazing chips and they have their own farm. So the vegetables really cool. are coming from their farm and then going into the chips. And so that's just like one example. It's like um, something so special about knowing the story behind the brands yes. uh-huh. and knowing that you're supporting um, small business and you're supporting um, the new food industry, like right. the, the um, up and coming part of the food industry, which is going to change our world if we let it. Yeah, for supporting them is so important. Mm-hmm. We talk a lot about like eating local small you know focusing really on like where your food is coming from it's so important and I mean that's important in our household so that's really cool we're looking at the box right now by the way is that she brought some examples and literally not I haven't heard of a single one of these brands so that's really cool Mm -hmm. because even the brands in the grocery store that you think are small sometimes Mm -hmm. are owned by you know Kroger or whatever what's no what's the Kroger company supers general mills general mills is it Oh, owned by them? I don't I'll have to look it. it up before I make false accusations. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but basically, one of like one of my favorite um, granola bars was bought mm-hmm. out, and I didn't know it. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, why have their ingredients changed? This is so weird. And then oh. I looked it up, and they were bought out by like a big-time company who oh, then wanted to save money and use whatever ingredients that they had on hand already for their cereal. And How like, cool that so you sad. know you recognize that. Yeah, but no, I mean, if I was already hooked on them, so for people that did that and then just kept buying the granola bars, yeah. you forget to like look like later down the line when they get acquired, their ingredients really do change. So got to keep an eye on it. So Mm -hmm. that's really cool. So how many snacks come Um, in each box usually? um, Usually eight to 10. We, and they're all full size. Um, uh, Each of the partners has their own like, cool unique story Mm -hmm. so like for example um there's a go macro bar that we feature and um the woman who started it her grandmother had cancer and 
the thing that was helping her to heal her cancer and to live a healthy life was gardening and she would only eat things from her garden oh, so this so woman really made the bar out of the ingredients from her grandma's garden that's really and cool. that's where oh, cool. the bar came from yeah it's, that's really cool yeah, it's really neat and then there's yeah. another one which is um the huppy bar and um the huppy um, h-u-p-p-y oh cool um and that one actually um was created by a woman who's a guide in the grand canyon Whoa. So so to this day, like you can go and raft with her. That's pretty cool. <laughs> like, that is cool. I, just, I would go rafting oh, with her. Yeah. Hook us up with rafting trip. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. So those Happy are just bar. some examples. Yeah. Um, I think when it comes down to is is that Anita, who is my sister and my partner, mm-hmm. she is very particular about who um, qualifies to come into our box. We make sure of like non-GMO, gluten-free, um, low in sugar, high in protein. We have ca- some different you know criteria. Yeah. And each snack has to fit into some at least three of those pieces of criteria. Okay. So, so some good guidelines for yeah. it. Yeah. That's exciting. <laughs> to be Especially for me snack. with my celiac and yeah. gluten-free. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. So every box is the same, right? Um, so like if Brooke and I both signed up, we'd get the same box. You that would, month. For okay. that, okay. Month. that month. Yeah. Okay, and right. then uh, for you'll never get the same product in the box within okay. a six-month period. However, you will get different versions. Like So you okay. might get flavors. Like, flavors. So mm-hmm. what you might get the, um, like here's a good one, the Palmans, which is this one of the fav- my favorite um, I can't wait to eat those <laughs> almond <laughs> snacks I've ever had it's like fr- uh, freeze dried they're so good and crunchy I love all um, these are sweet barbecue and before we had a different flavor so cool you, you, sometimes it's nice when you get some flavors that you like in front of these um, nursing moms super right seeds oh that I super also seeds. love these ones because um, small batch and they're there's just no junk added to them so Ooh, I'm it's excited like this for one's these. a sea salt yeah. one I oh, craved no. pumpkin seeds while I was pregnant. Oh, cool. It's so that's weird. weird. It's not neat. something that's normally a part of my diet. Like, yeah. most of the seeds and nuts are, like, not pumpkin seeds. <laughs> I and craved I, root awesome. beer. Really? It's so strange. I am not a soda that's drinker. So that's funny. so funny. Did you drink it? Only sometimes. Yeah. I, but I had to. Yeah. I had, I had <laughs> one craving. float. That sounds all good. I had one craving for grape soda. Uh-huh. Okay. Have you guys had grape soda? Like, not a, ever. Not since I was, like, five. Exactly. We bought, if you, if you guys want one, it's still in our garage because I literally opened it, took a sip, and I was like, oh, my gosh. It's, like, 45 grams of sugar. It is the it's... sweetest soda I've ever tried. And I was like, uh, yeah, my craving's oh my now gosh. over. <laughs> I, like I didn't even. Yeah, so funny. now we have all these cans. Funny. We actually had a garage sale, and we joked about giving them out for free to people. <laughs> yeah, you Please should take these away from my house. <laughs> you oh, should. So That's gross. smart. Yeah, <laughs> we have cold, free cold, great cold soda. drinks. Yep. People are going to be will... transported back to their childhood with grape soda. <laughs> right. So then, okay. So let's say we get a fit box, and then we like one of the products in there. It looks mm-hmm. like there is a little handout, mm-hmm. and it describes what the product is, and it has. The website. So, is this the best way to order from them? Is directly? Do they mail or on their website? I'm assuming it says what stores they're in. Yep, exactly. So, we will always provide um, a way to order from them directly. Okay. Uh, and sometimes they'll be also available on Amazon, and we'll oh. provide that link too. Okay. Sometimes, Love me some so Amazon. Just depends, yes. you know, on how kind of the the easiest way to get them, especially like um, if you want to do online stuff, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, the on the back of our insert card we have a workout and every month it's different and 
it's challenging. Like you can do it at whatever level you want. So you can go through it and you cannot push yourself so hard. And then the next week you can push yourself a little harder or you can try to go through the intervals a few times. That's really cool. So it's a nice way that. to have your own personal trainer create a workout, workout for, for you. you that doesn't require you to be at the gym. It doesn't require you to have weights. You can add weights if you want. Oh, cool. So it's, so it's neat. Like you can do it wherever. Anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So, and every Love month that. that changes? Every month it changes, That's yeah. Cool. You'll see some of the um, moves repeat. Yeah. But um, we, she always focuses, like, okay, for the summer, start of the summer, she might do, like, get your summer bikini body. Okay. I hear your voice. I know. Feeling <laughs> <laughs> up there. He's the cutest, yeah. He'll probably be down here in just a second. <laughs> yeah. He's going to be like, I is... heard there are snacks. The snack lady came. That's true. We need to hide them before my toddler finds them. <gasps> so this is the fit part of the fit snacks. Yes. So you get a workout and eight to ten snacks every month. Yep. You know, I feel That's really right. dumb that I did not create this. Like, <laughs> I'm like, dang it. Why didn't we think of this? Like, <laughs> we create a chocolate box to come yeah. one week Ooh. after the fit box. Yes, oh, we're going to create a chocolate smart. and wine box. Chocolate and wine. And cheese. Chocolate wine and cheese. This box. box is going to yes. get really big. No but it's going to be lots of cheese. Okay. Because our we're favorite from things. I'll <laughs> subscribe to your yes, cheese. Yes. Subscribe to my notes. Perfect. I would love that. So one other really fun tidbit is um, recently my sister, uh, Anita, she decided that she wants to take this one step further uh-huh. and have sort of more of a like relationship building with our partners, more of a dialogue. And um, so her plan as of right now, more to come, is to get a teardrop trailer. She just <gasps> she just bought a yellow Jeep. We've been She's looking at get teardrop, a teardrop trailer that's super cute. Uh-huh. And she wants to go on a US road trip visiting our partners. Oh, oh that's, that's cool. cool. And, yeah. and and sharing their stories mm-hmm. and helping to like raise awareness about just about food in general. Yeah. Because I mean, so many people are just victims of the food that they're purchasing every day, not knowing it because yeah. so much there's so much junk inside of a lot of the stuff out there. Well, and even people that are health conscious or worried about what's in their food, you start to like lose your excitement about it when you go to the grocery store and you can still, everything has palm kernel oil or everything has like certain mm-hmm. types of oils or fats or things that you necessarily wouldn't put in there, but you're like, well, this right. is my only option, you know, yeah. unless I'm going to make it myself, which some people yeah. do praise you who has the time to make all those snacks yourself but it is really nice when you can like work with a company that you actually trust and like spend their, your money you know your money really like your dollar is really how you vote for what you want in uh-huh. the food system and industry mm-hmm. so like for example a great company that I always like to support is Organic Valley my brother and sister-in-law used to work there and I always like to support them even mm-hmm. though they're a dollar to two dollars more expensive mm-hmm. if I have the money and it's in the budget I always spend it because you want to support a company that you believe in mm-hmm. and like the way that they treat food and that they're being circulated more and more so you really need to vote with your dollars so that's really cool that you give them the opportunity to do that yeah well and I think the other thing is you know like Alyssa and I on this podcast we always promote like real food like Mm -hmm. buying you know like fruits and vegetables and like learning how to cook but it's just like you said a lot of people travel and it's not realistic it's not realistic to say that we're never going to eat like packaged food yeah like we all eat packaged food so now it's like let's find brands that we Mm -hmm. like that we can support that we can have in our go-to like if we go hiking Mm -hmm. we want to have a granola bar we want to have a snack um if we know we're gonna have a long car ride like we want snacks so Mm -hmm. it's like we need snacks you know we need healthy snacks available so 
Um, this is I a cool love way this. to learn about new. One of the things that she keeps in mind is whole food snacking. Uh-huh. So, so like in here, there is a meal oh, replacement yes. bar. It's this Libra chili lime meal bar. It's made with egg whites, fruits, nuts. It's like whole food snacking. Yeah. So even though you're on the go right. and it is in a package, it's still, so, you're still getting whole food. Right, exactly. Right. I, I think that's also like a nice yeah. thing, way yeah. to think about And um, this is heavy duty, you guys. Go. I know. It's like, <laughs> like this is like legitimately a meal. A brick. Mm-hmm. I mean, this would fill me up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like, yeah. This wouldn't even be a snack even. This would be like a uh, breakfast, <laughs> which is great because sometimes you need breakfast on the go. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's like an RX bar similar, but it's like bigger. It's bigger. It's yeah, bigger. It's so like it's a definitely a more of like a meal. Yeah. Um, which is awesome. Yeah. This is, is like cool. perfect for hiking or something or snowboarding. So where can people find you? Um, like online on Instagram? Uh, or on Instagram. Instagram. It, we're fitsnack.com okay. or Instagram. We're just fitsnack awesome. at fitsnack. Uh, we're also recently launched on Amazon. Oh, so cool. Oh, yes. Available on all of it. Dude, that's where I spend <laughs> Amazon is all of our After my kids money. are in bed, I'm just like, Amazon. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Put things into my cart and just leave them there, though. So that's my own fault. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, and how much per month? Um, nineteen ninety plus shipping. Oh, okay. Uh, I th- I good. believe yeah. the the Amazon listing is uh, or like offering on Amazon is less for your first box. Okay, that way you oh, get cool. like an intro. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. And you can do right. like a year subscription or three months or six months or what are the options? Um, you can do a monthly, a three month, six month, or one year. Okay. And you can get nailed it. it. And you can get yeah. it. Oh, that's a good idea. That'd be perfect for a nursing mom. Our busiest <laughs> yes, mom. nursing oh mom. Hint, hint. It would be Hungry. perfect for a nursing mom. Yes, it yes. I'm a nursing mom. Yeah, yeah. We, all of us are nursing moms. So. I, call, I call my sister or my mom, who they, they're usually at the um, warehouse where we have the snacks. Oh, cool. And I'm like, um, if you're coming over, can you please bring me up? I need to fill up on my pantry. <laughs> yes, like Grab bring me snacks. snacks. That's awesome. No, that's amazing. You okay, I went to get someone postpartum. Yeah, where is the good. headquarters? Denver. Denver, okay. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. fun. Yeah. Really does your awesome. sister live here? She does. Okay, yeah. that's so cool. Yeah. It's also neat because we're, we do, we're able to run our company remotely. So that's also amazing. We were both living in Mexico in the Baja. Mm-hmm. We were running it from there. And now we're back. We're running it from here. That's when she amazing. goes on her tour to US, yeah. she's going to be running it from her yeah. tour job trailer. That's so Sorry. cool. It's really great. Yeah. Well, <laughs> if you ever need some dietitians to hire, yeah, just contract, uh-huh. you know, mm-hmm. just let us know. Um, love yeah, it. I love it. Yeah. No, this is just so cool. I just love that the workout's in here, too. Yeah. Because oh. icing on the cake. Yeah. It's just, it's nice to be able, I don't love going to the gym and just, like, doing my own thing, mm-hmm. but I do like to, I like going to the gym and going to classes and being mm-hmm. told what to do, but when I work out at home... Um, and this, this is perfect. Babies. This workout you could take to the gym with you. Yeah, exactly. Use it as your guide, or, or you, you could can do, do it at, at home. home. Yeah, yeah. Because you don't. I'm gonna have to start it. working at home here with two kids at home. It's mm-hmm. gonna be a lot of working out at home or escaping as soon as my husband gets home. I'm going to the gym. Bye. Bye. Yeah, you, be back you, in two hours. You have to go Baby quickly. You can't even. Don't explain what they need. Just be yes. like, you'll be Bye. fine. You'll be fine. <laughs> you'll survive. It'll be great. <laughs> 
That's awesome. Okay. I love it. So awesome company. Congratulations mm-hmm. on four years. Yeah, that's thank pretty you. good too. Thank I feel you. Like thank it. you. So. And you guys have grown a ton, I'm mm-hmm. sure. So that's yep. awesome. And this whole journey really inspired me to change my whole life and my career. Mm-hmm. So um, in addition to Fit Snack, about three years ago, I um, went even further with my education and I trained to be a shaman. That's okay. Yes. You're telling talk, me about this. Talk yeah, to us talk about this. More yeah. about that. Uh, so I started my journey uh, as a shaman or on the shaman track about 10 years ago. Oh, wow. Okay. It's been a while. Yeah. And I this is everything from having my own healing, like going in for my own healing to I, I spent time in uh, Peru and did uh, seven ayahuasca journeys. Oh, wow. So a lot of, like, a lot of it was peeling my own layers. And then uh, fast forward a few, about three years ago, my husband was like, you're not very happy in your career and you're working really hard on fit snack, mm-hmm. but what, like, what are you, what, uh, what are you passionate about? And yeah, really took me by surprise because I never really gave myself permission to ask. Mm-hmm. And That's a very supportive husband yeah, also, supportive. because I don't think a lot of husbands would do that. To I don't think that. so. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. That's yeah, good. that's really good. So, so bravo, Justin. Good job. <laughs> He's the best. Yeah. So, so I finally, like, it took me six months to even allow myself to think about changing. Sure. And uh, I realized, like, I really want to be a shaman. I want to do what, for me, is the one medicine, the one thing that helped to heal me. Uh-huh. And I want to be able to, pro- to provide that for other people. Okay, so explain what a shaman is for our listeners. Yes. And then maybe explain, you don't have to go into a ton of details, but explain a little bit about what, how you were healed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah, absolutely. So a shaman is, um, a person of the percept who's going to work with you to heal energetically and spiritually. So on your soul level, a lot of the times you have energetic imprints that could come from like some something that happened when you were little or some kind of abuse happened at some point or maybe even maybe there was like a car accident it could be anything and yeah. those energetic imprints come into your energy field and then they can inform your physical experience later sure so what we're doing is working at the level of energy to clear those things that way the express the physical expression uh-huh. how you experience life physically can be lighter less heavy in oftentimes things like depression and anxiety and stuff like that just disappear once you clear out these things. So you're looking really at the root level, mm-hmm. down yep. deep, kind of like any traumatic instance that yeah. even, because I think my experience going to therapy is like, it may not have been traumatic. Like if I tell Brooke about it, she's like, oh, that doesn't sound that bad. Mm-hmm. But as a kid, what you perceive as traumatic yeah. could be very traumatic. So it could yeah. be, oh, I played hide and seek and I was, I felt, you know, like they left me yeah. for hours Absolutely. when in reality it was like 15 minutes, but that's something that could have been really traumatic mm-hmm. too as a kid yep. or something yep. well, that and you I may think, not have known. I think like we to- talk so much about like physical health on this podcast, but we really need to do more about Mm -hmm. talking about mental health and there's so many aspects to Mm -hmm. that it's like what you do is a a huge part of it and then there's also like therapy and like there's so many Mm -hmm. other things yeah and I think people just are like oh I'm depressed I'm not going to get better I have anxiety I'm not going to get better instead Mm -hmm. of like reaching out and trying all of Mm -hmm. these things that are offered um and it's like if we're going to the gym and helping our physical health and we're eating healthy and helping um our physical health why are we ignoring our mental health? Right. So it's well, and often people are so focused on curing the depression or the anxiety mm-hmm. versus what's causing it, that mm-hmm. root cause of where yeah. that's coming from. And that's, we talk a lot about that with like intuitive eating. We're big proponents of intuitive eating because, and that is like a lot of mental 
and like your relationship with food Mm -hmm. is really where that's stemming from. So instead of trying to fix it with a diet or trying Mm -hmm. to fix like how you're eating and just, oh, I'm going to have a smoothie because someone told me a smoothie is good, Mm -hmm. really listening to your body and saying, oh, actually I want a smoothie or I want greens Mm -hmm. first thing in the morning. And I never gave myself permission to do that because I thought that was something only dieters do. Well, now I know that I want more vegetables in my diet, so I'm going to do that. And it's like listening more to you and your soul and what you're needing in your body versus what someone else is just telling you to do. So Mm -hmm. it's really about your why Mm -hmm. and where that's coming from. So it's so interesting. And that, so I'm going to go back and connect now, like this whole journey. So I started with my own nutrition and my own spiritual healing. That was kind of my way to, to think about like, okay, how can I heal so much of the things I have experienced in the, in the past? Mm-hmm, sure. Um, and also be healthy and be proud of my body and, and feel good. Like everybody told me I was beautiful, but I would look in the mirror and I wouldn't like, would critique everything I saw and I never felt thin or in yeah. shape enough, no mm-hmm. matter how much I worked out. So it was, was just, this during your bodybuilding days? Um, this was like, all, like before and during. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and even after bodybuilding, I was like, oh my gosh, I'll never be that beautiful again. Like, Aww. oh, how sad to have that yeah. thought. Yeah. So, so sad, yeah. finally I realized, like, I needed to let go of all of these judgments mm-hmm. and um, instead think about how I feel on the inside. And, like, so nutrition is so key because physically you, you are what you eat. Like, mm-hmm. anything that you bring in, that converts into energy in your body and to mm-hmm. your cells and it builds your muscles. So it's really important to have your nutrition match who you want to be yeah and then on top of that being able to know who you want to be that's where the shaman steps in because i can help pull the layers and help you get to your your yeah. true like your true self Sorry. she agrees I knew she uh, she's <laughs> like yeah as soon as i moved like, i knew she was gonna do that <laughs> <laughs> very demanding <laughs> sorry keep going so just really helping people to peel the layers so that they are able to hear that inner voice mm-hmm. that intuition yeah. Being able to overcome the things that might be blocking them to have experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, like I like to think of it as, as like um, you can experience something salty as like salty mm-hmm. and not good. Yeah. Or you could experience it differently. If change you, your perception. You, so like you your perception. Your yeah. perception. And I don't know why salty came to mind. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> from the all snacks. these snacks. Yes. Yeah. All this snack talk. <laughs> But um, you like a lot of times people might think sweet is good, salty is not so good, or uh-huh. you know what? I mean? And if you change your perception, then pretty soon, like you can, you can also think about that with greens. Like yeah. I never would have sauteed up a pan full of greens and ate those with a piece of meat for yeah. dinner. Uh-huh. Like growing up, I never would have done that, and my husband does that. Yeah. So like, so it's all a huge perception change. Yeah. Now we do that all the time, and our bodies stay in great shape, and we're not thinking about a diet. Yep. Right, right, because you're fueling your body with good food. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So you're like, I feel good. And you're responding And you, and you don't feel hungry because mm-hmm. you're eating. And yeah. like, Whereas diet is just, you know, you're restricting your body from everything. And you're trying to ignore your intuition. You know, that's where dieting is like that we get so frustrated. It's like you're turning the signals that your body is telling you you need or you want or feels good. And you're trying to listen to someone else who doesn't know you as an individual, typically most of these diets, and trying to listen to what they're telling you to eat versus just like what you're saying is getting in touch with really 
what your body's asking for and right. honoring that and then learning from it. So that's right. the thing about like intuitive eating is it's not, and a lot of people will think that it's just eat whatever you want, whenever you want. Mm -hmm. That is sometimes the first step is like just giving yourself that permission mm -hmm. to listen to your body. Okay, well now I've eaten all this crap junk food and now I've completely felt horrible afterwards. So mm -hmm. then we learn, okay, mm -hmm. maybe I shouldn't have complete crap food. Like we were talking about when you went to the movies, it's like that feeling. Yeah. And then you're like, well, I don't want to feel like that again. So what makes me feel good? Right. And then you make a better choice for your body. Mm -hmm. But we all daily go through those feelings of mm -hmm. what's going to feel good for me. And how do I want to feel like you're yeah. saying, like, who do I want to be? How do I want to feel? What do I want to experience today? And then eat accordingly. But right. Not just totally. eat. That's what we talk about mostly. But you're like whole, uh, yeah. Whole I'm talking. Body. Yeah. I'm talking whole body. This yeah. life, past lives. Yeah, we're going totally. far. Uh -huh. <laughs> we're going far. Into, we're going into deep, the guys. Uh -huh. into All the, the things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Seven generations forward and backward. Okay, so how do you? Like you're doing like one-on-one -on -one coaching kind of things? Um, or? So I work with Medicine Stones. I do one-on-one -on -one energy sessions. So okay. I'll take somebody into my studio and do energy work with them. And I'll, we never know what it's going to look like when they come in. Sure. Uh, oftentimes somebody comes in and thinks that they're going to be, I don't know, uh, kind of solving some issue that they're having at work or something like that mm -hmm. and then pretty soon they're like experiencing a soul retrieval because there was a little part of their soul that wasn't feeling safe in their body mm -hmm. and once that once those pieces are all together then the dramas that are happening in the everyday life mm -hmm. they dissipate, they dissipate yeah. because they're more empowered to be able to handle them because yeah. they're mm -hmm. sort of more whole yeah and, feel like themselves um and sometimes like that term soul retrieval could feel a little bit taboo but it's as simple like a simple way to think about it is like um, when I was younger, I used to feel so free mm -hmm. and it's been a long time since I felt mm -hmm. free. And I remember when I was little, uh, you know, somebody like an adult, my, my dad or whoever would say, don't do that. Sit with your legs crossed, be kind, but you know, like give me all these a rules. rigid list. Yeah. And mm -hmm. then because I grew up this way, I don't know what happened to that part of me that used to feel so free. Yeah. It could mm -hmm. be that simple. Sure, and then all yeah. I'm doing is bringing back that part. Yeah. And no, I love that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's, this is kind of a nice, simple right. way. I've actually never it. heard that term before silver. Retrieval, so. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I, I don't think I've heard that either. The, yeah. Um, another really interesting one is cords, energy cords, uh -huh. uh, because we have these energy connections with people and it's kind of like, you know, if you think of somebody and they call you, uh -huh. it's like you have these beautiful connections that mm -hmm. you, it's your relationships kind of like that connected consciousness, you know, uh -huh. our connections to everybody. It's all about building our tribe. Well, sometimes some of those relationships have to end, but there's still like a heavy heaviness that mm -hmm. fills between, you know, between you and that person. So, um, I can come in and work with you to cut the cord and then heal it and then bring in just love so that the heaviness can go away and dissipate and you can hold love for them, whether they stay in your life or not. Sure, yeah. But that way you're not walking around like holding grudges and anger because that y y that's n not going to help you. Right. No, it's going to just mm -hmm. hinder you. Yeah, we've we've talked about that. I don't know about on the podcast, but we've talked about that a lot. Yeah. It's like holding grudges just hinders you. It doesn't Yeah. yeah. It doesn't, doesn't affect the person you're holding a grudge against. They yeah. probably don't even know you're holding a grudge against them. It's like giving yeah. forgiveness, yeah. even yeah. if it's not verbal to them or they even know that you gave it, but even just offering that forgiveness, like, okay, now I can let go of that relationship or that com conversation or what they said to me yeah. and not hold on to it because yeah. it really is just affecting you. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Another good one is fear. In uh -huh. general, a lot of people are having a hard time. Like anxiety and fear kind of go hand in hand. You're, um, you're having a high level of cortisol. Mm -hmm. So... Um, 
two, two things nutrition again you have to detox and clear out some of the stuff that's keeping your body in this high state of um kind of like a what are we trying to say? Stress. Jittery state of mm-hmm. stress. Yeah. So nutrition, changing some of the habits, but then also you can come in and see me and I'll help you to reset your cortisol like just in one session. And then you'll get to feel complete reprieve and like completely let go. And then that's going to remind yourselves how to do that going forward so mm-hmm. that you can be your own resource. So it's like repetition and learning mm-hmm. how to do it for yourself mm-hmm. and relaxation and stuff like that. That's totally. cool. That is really so cool. So I have a question for you. Okay. So have you ever heard of Gabrielle Bernstein? Yes. The Universe Has Your Back? Absolutely. Okay. Have yes. you read that book? I, I don't know if I've read that one, but okay. I've read a few. Spirit Junkie. Do you like her? Usually oh, I love her. Okay. Yeah. I was like, I don't know. So my midwife yeah. recommended her stuff to me while uh-huh. I was pregnant with her. So we just talked about on another podcast that I had a V-back with her and it was uh-huh. all about like this mental state and like yeah. getting yourself in this place of believing that you can and yeah. both of you guys I think it. had your you had an all natural labor too. I had all natural yeah, yeah mm-hmm. for, I mean that was her, you guys yeah. good job I, <laughs> I liked the drugs but I like the yeah give them, give them. as long as you know what you like I like to yeah. be in control yeah and feel all the feelings and know what was happening with my body and yeah could feel her dropping and stuff but anyways mm-hmm. so um anyways I just wonder because a lot of what you're saying resonates with mm-hmm. what I read in her book the universe has her back is the only one that I read so you mm-hmm. said the other one is spirit junkie yes so, yes okay, yes cool. yes and I I think um, she all of her stuff is based on um, miracles. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I'm trying to think of the whole title. Uh, it's like it's like a really amazing, amazing book. Uh-huh. Um, so her stuff is all based on that. But I think when it comes to ancient wisdom, mm-hmm. there's this golden thread where it's all it's it's all the same song. Yeah. It's just there's just different people. It re- like can. Um, experience it differently. We're we're more modern in mm-hmm. uh, you know. We're, I'm like a modern shaman, so uh-huh. I'm you're not going to come to me and I'm I'm and I'm not going to like you know drop blood. Like you know, I think there's like a stereotype of shamans from like uh, <laughs> like, like indigenous shamans you where might. they're you know I mean in the past past cultures they have had things that are a little more gruesome, and I think the whole thing has changed and it's modern uh-huh. it's a modern approach and it's working with energy there's also like reiki there's also um light touch there's like a bunch of different things that in general i think what it comes down to is working together as humans to help us create a state that's balanced uh-huh. and harmonized yeah and then keeping our nutrition at a like mm-hmm. strong nutrition, mm-hmm. and then taking care of our souls. Yeah. It's like if you if you if you take care of your soul, you take care of who you are, the essence of who you are. Then the shame, the fear, the guilt, all of those things can melt away, and you right. don't have to work on it. Yeah. We don't want to work on ourselves anymore. All like, the we've time. Done it. No, and that's what we talk about so much on this podcast is with dieting. It's like it's like. Women especially, we just feel like we always need to be trying to lose weight. We Mm -hmm. always need to be trying to work on ourselves. Mm -hmm. And it's like, can't we just be happy in the skin we're in and like, you know, grateful for what we have. And instead we're always pushing for like the next best thing and social media doesn't help. And you're never happy with it. And this is like one of the examples they always talk about in intuitive eating. It's like, 
you know that it's not a body image issue or like a true body issue. Mm-hmm. When you look back at pictures, you're like, oh, I was so thin back then. Well, back then you thought you were fat. Like back mm-hmm. then in the moment you were unhappy with the way that you look just like you are right now. And in 10 years, you're going to look back at your picture now and be like, oh, I was so thin back then. And you're like, no, this is not a actual size issue. This is a mental issue of the way that you're viewing yourself yeah. and mm-hmm. how comfortable you are in your own Especially skin, so. like for somebody who's done the bodybuilding thing. I've, yeah. I've had um, other girlfriends do that. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, they said that it's just, it's a hard thing to get out of because oh, yeah. mentally mm-hmm. you're just, you're expecting to be at that level all the time and you can't, you, you cannot be. It's right. Well, and after peak, after peaking, uh-huh. uh, if you don't have a support system, uh, I was, um, it was like the, you get this huge amount of endorphins and mm-hmm. then afterwards your hormones are super out of, out of balance. Yeah. And I really felt like I was suicidal afterwards. Oh, wow. Oh. That's awful. Like, like I, I had those yeah. thoughts. Yeah. Oh, it was gosh. so scary. Which is so scary. That. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's a lot to deal with. Right. Yeah. And I know people just think like, and I think men have maybe a different perception than women too, but I think a lot of people are like, Oh, bodybuilding is just like mm-hmm. eating healthy and yeah. working out. And it's like, no, like there's so much more to, mm-hmm. to like body image mm-hmm. than that. You know, there's so yeah. much more mentally. So, well, and here's an interesting perspective, shaman perspective. If you're holding on to extra weight, it might not be weight that you're holding on to. Mm-hmm. It might be something bigger, something yes. else that you're holding on to. Maybe it's emotional. Maybe mm-hmm. it's mental. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's an experience. Maybe it's whatever. Mm-hmm. And so by being able to let that go, then mm-hmm. oftentimes the weight will just dissipate. Right. Yeah. Like We've healing from the this. inside yes. <laughs> will yeah. heal your outside. Yeah. 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 We've talked about this yeah. all the time. If you're yeah. focused on the weight and the uh-huh. weight really is an issue or it's like your high cortisol levels because you're focused on the weight. Yeah. And the stress. And yeah. yeah. So as soon as you stop focusing on the weight that's causing mm-hmm. you stress, mm-hmm. then you can actually probably lose any extra weight that you're holding on to because you're not stressed about holding on to the extra weight. It's like so intuitive, (laughs) but at the same time counterintuitive for our culture Mm -hmm. that you need to focus all on body image. And it's like, actually, you need to really heal anything else that might be going on. Mm -hmm. We talk a lot about your relationship with food because that's Mm -hmm. where we see a lot of issues with especially women, you know, brought up in this culture. It's you have these issues with food or your mom was this way with food. And so Mm -hmm. now you're this way with food or your friend or someone introduced you to Mm -hmm. tracking your food or whatnot. And you get so worried about it that you actually do more harm than good. But so do you work with, um, have you worked with a lot of women or men who struggle with like body image and eating issues? Mm -hmm. Is that a big, I feel like that's just so common. Yeah. Yeah, I I think some of the common themes I see are, um, I see, uh, child abuse that, causes a lot of problems later mm-hmm. and that a lot of the time causes the body image problems which yeah. then cause other problems mm-hmm. right so it's, it's like a domino effect of mm-hmm. yeah yep. and, and you're it, seeing them as adults you don't see children right or uh, mostly adults i see some children okay. well, but the reason why i bring up child abuse is because you don't realize it but if if somehow if you were emotionally abused or someone you know in, as a child then that self-esteem is damaged. Yeah. And it's the self-esteem mm-hmm. that then creates the negative self-image. So mm-hmm. that's like one, ex- so that's kind of like an example of going all the way down to the root. Right. Uh, another example is um, 
I think relationships are a big one. Yeah. Um, a lot of the time we'll repeat the relationship pattern, maybe like that we had with our fathers mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. that we had with some, you know, somebody when we were younger that wasn't the healthiest of mm-hmm. relationships. And then sometimes that could filter into our relationships, sure. even if they're healthy. Yeah. And you don't realize it and you're like, oh my gosh, like I'm doing that. You know, like mm-hmm. I was being super passive aggressive to my husband and are just passive uh-huh. and not communicating to him what I needed. And it's because I, it's because that was the way that I dealt with conflict when I was little yeah. with some, with a <laughs> Sounds very familiar. Father, yeah. you know, and then yeah. I'm like realizing what I'm doing and he's like, baby, I just need you to tell me what right. you like, need. Right. Like I will help you. Like I will help you. Yeah. Just let me know. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. So a lot that of it is the, is the patterns from when we were younger. Um, and then I guess the, I'm trying to think of what else specifically that could be an end up in food or um, body image. Mm, I think, ah, here's what I was going to say. Sex. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sexual experiences. I think um, sometimes people are um, raised with um, certain religious backgrounds sure. or yeah. certain certain expectations by their parents. Oh. And um, so what I was going to say about sex is oftentimes if you've had a, like, not so hot first or second sexual encounter when you're uh-huh. little, then that can infiltrate how you feel about yourself sexually totally, and then yeah. part a big part of that is your how you feel about yourself naked uh-huh. and how you feel about yourself naked is your true essence of who you are and then that ties back in the first thing you do when you see yourself naked is you and you don't like what you see is you blame it on what you're eating mm-hmm. or you you know then it kind of creates this whole image issue and I think if we go back and heal those sexual experiences and heal the way we feel about ourselves sexually uh-huh. and um, as like vibracious gorgeous amazing women uh-huh. owning our own bodies and uh-huh. our own unique bodies yeah then we would also have different experiences looking in the mirror totally I yeah. think being naked yeah. I really I love being naked really want everybody <laughs> to just go like braless and let's naked. go yeah. let's go on a nude beach guys like, let's take a vacation I let yeah. it all hang yeah. out so, I mean really right I mean now, postpartum guys we're all naked. breastfeeding so like our boobs are already out all the time yeah. we gave birth everyone That's saw really our hoo ha I mean none of our clothes fit <laughs> yeah. it's hot it. out like let's just <laughs> That's interesting that you bring that up, though, because one of, like, the first things when I was getting into intuitive eating was, like, learning from, like, how to counsel someone into Mm -hmm. intuitive eating, and they talked about how important it is for women to look at themselves in the mirror when they're naked, Mm -hmm. but also to buy, like, clothes that actually fit, because Mm -hmm. so many of us think, oh, I'm going to be a six soon, so I'm going to buy a six, I'm going to buy a six in jeans, and then you're trying to fit into these pants that you're uncomfortable in, and then you're sitting in them all day, and it's constantly reminding you that you're not small enough, you're not small enough, you're not small enough, and it's like creating these negative emotions with our relationship with food, and our relationship with ourselves, and our relationship Mm -hmm. with our bodies, and you're like constantly like, oh, I can't have that, my pants are a little tight, oh, I can't have that, I can't move, I can't sit, did my pants just rip, like all these things, and she talked about how important it was to tell the women that she was counseling, Uh buy clothes that fit. That yeah. you feel comfortable in. Buy yeah. new underwear. You deserve oh, yeah. new underwear. Like so many things like that that you don't mm-hmm. think about. But it is, it's a constant reminder that you're uncomfortable in your own skin if you're yeah. buying clothes that are too small for you. Totally. Because you're hoping you'll fit into them. It's like, yeah. let go of all that. Buy clothes that fit. Mm-hmm. And then, like you said, sometimes that weight just does fall yeah. off because you're not worrying about it all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. And I'll take it one step further and say bras. Yes. With underwires. Sure. Oh, yeah. Especially. What are those? We're all breastfeeding. So, like. I, I know, right? What, what is Especially that? Especially, though, if you're trying to, like, 
perked the boobs up uh-huh. because that's what, like our society decided that everybody should have boobs that t- kiss their chin. Yeah, yeah. right. Weird. <laughs> yeah, um, I, like they so. Been pregnant. So I stopped. I stopped wearing bras way before uh-huh. any pregnancy stuff, and yeah. I felt amazing. And part of it is that I can breathe. Yes. And we—that's another issue, and uh-huh. another thing that goes back to like causing some self-image issues is the breath and connecting to your breath because if you're con if you're always feeling like you can't breathe mm-hmm. and then you feel like you can't be heard yes and then you also feel like yeah. you can't speak your truth you don't want to like take up space you know mm-hmm. yeah, yeah you feel sure. you want to be small not big i gave up you oh my gosh yes you want to be small not big that yeah. is a huge thing is like okay i'm just going to be really small no one will notice me i won't speak up i won't say anything it's like that's not what we were created for yeah we were created yeah. to be loud and heard. So, mm-hmm. man, I gave yeah. up bras with underwires years this ago. Is so I mean, fun. once you <laughs> breastfeed, it's like, why did I wear this? I Ever. gave them up years before that. Oh, okay. I mean, that's when I like stopped really. I mean, I, I like lived them. in sports bras, especially mm-hmm. working. From but home. could you imagine if but all now, women do it, and then yeah. we're not being compared to women who are wearing push-up yeah. bras? Yeah. Like, thank you. These Ladies. are what real boobs look like. All Everyone, the time. give up your push-up bras. So push-up. We can all feel better about ourselves. So we can all just look normal. Okay. And love our breasts. Yes. How yes. they are. Exactly how they are. I, I must say, though, I'm so inspired by what you guys are doing. This podcast is great. Oh, I told Justin you. the other day, I was like... Uh, I was like, you know, I just am so, so excited about Brooke and our new friendship. I'm like, Yay. because Aww. there's like something about powerful, incredible women mm-hmm. coming together, supporting mm-hmm. each other. And we're on such a sister journey yes. this year with our babies. <laughs> yeah, you our, should talk about that. Well, yes, you should. Yeah. Really. So we, we met you. through our uh, the Down Syndrome New Moms group because we yeah. both have baby, Trusted Me 21 babies. Yeah. And they also both have the same heart defect and had surgery just a couple weeks apart. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. So we talked about, um, there's an episode called All About Ashton. Uh-huh. Um, and we had a prenatal diagnosis and I went through that and then I walked through his heart surgery a little bit. And so, yeah, Zaya had same heart surgery. She had it two weeks before. She's five weeks older. Um, but you guys had a birth diagnosis. Yep. So, oh wow, talk I about that. that. Yeah, talk about that yeah. for a minute or two, or just your journey in general about like with having a child with Down syndrome. Well, it was really wild because um, I think for us, we didn't really have any preparation, but we had a b- glorious, beautiful pregnancy. Uh-huh. Like, living by the beach in the Baja of Mexico. That's Um, amazing. It was amazing. I was hiking along the coast every day Uh with her. I was swimming. It was just so, so remarkable. Best pregnancy I could have asked for. Best delivery. Like, uh, we, she came in four hours. No, no, um, no shots or anything. Uh And then once she got here, she started turning purple and she was rushed to on flight for life and we just had deer in headlights we had no idea every doctor had said healthy pregnancy she had this heart the heart defect and then um they didn't they don't confirm trust me 21 right away you have to wait like uh, it takes a week um but we were pretty sure because of different you know different things that we were seeing Uh um so we went through what's called dark what i refer as a shaman uh, to it as dark night of the soul mm. and it's kind of anytime you're going through a major life transition mm-hmm. that you don't anticipate coming mm-hmm. and um and there's especially if there's some negative connotation with it sure um like in this case i was blaming myself like did i do something wrong oh, when yeah. i when i when i uh 
got pregnant like um mm-hmm. was During it pregnancy exactly or, we got yeah. pregnant on our honeymoon i was totally having margaritas yeah <laughs> as so, you should <laughs> so you know so i went through for days like just blame and shame and sure. just feeling yeah. like what did i do to my daughter yeah. it, and Aww. it was really scary and then once i came once i like we allowed each other to process we told each other okay like we're going to be each other's my husband and I, sacred witness, you can tell me anything you need to tell me and I won't judge you. Uh And so we just had a really open dialogue and it was so helpful Uh so we didn't have to hold anything in. I wish we would have done that. That's our biggest regret. I feel like I was very outward with my feelings, but Jesse wasn't. Yeah. And he seemed okay. And then after he was born, he's like, oh, I wasn't okay. And I'm like, why didn't you tell me? Yeah. I wish, I wish we would have had that. Yeah. Yeah. I really pushed it. <laughs> I know. No, that's good. That's good. Yeah. yeah. But kind of push men a little bit harder. Yeah. Well, especially so, stuff like that. Yeah. So we turned, uh, we came out of it. So once you go, you have to go through it. I feel like when uh-huh. you, when you have a hard time in life, um, I think the hardest was her heart, right? Yes, because she sure. can't live unless we get her surgery. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like, and you don't know how to make the decision for the right mm-hmm. surgeon. Like it's a lot of pressure mm-hmm. and insurance is a nightmare. Yeah. So once you push through all of that, then we came out and we realized, like, oh, my gosh, like, we have this amazing, amazing baby. She's, she's so sweet. Oh she's gosh. so sweet. She's so easy. She sleeps. She eats. She does She does all the things without a lot of fuss. Uh-huh. She's not, like, she doesn't cry a lot. She's not colicky. She's just, and she's determined and uh-huh. she has a will to live yeah so we're um, i'm so fortunate and lucky yeah. that i have her so it really yes. turned around for us after we got past the hard stuff yeah and it sounds like such That's a cool normal. community that brooks talked about mm-hmm. so clearly how you guys met and became mm-hmm. friends you know through yeah. that community so that's really awesome what it yeah. brings into so. yeah i feel like it's the best community that you never thought you'd want to be a part of yeah you know yeah. until yeah. you're in it yeah you're just like you see somebody with down syndrome and you're like oh okay that's different but, like, when you're in the community and immersed with it, you're like, these are the coolest people I've ever so met. So supportive. Just, like, the, yeah. Yeah, the association that we're associated with, they are incredible. They're yeah. so supportive. Mm-hmm. And, like, they're going out there and they're telling doctors how to give a diagnosis. Yeah. How did they tell you? Was it a positive experience or a negative? Um, or was it pretty just, like, it, it was It was pretty neutral and okay, pretty, that's po- good. pretty positive. Um, yeah. But at that point, they can't be like, make a decision. <laughs> right, right, right. They're just like, yeah, because yeah. I've heard some people yeah. still with a birth diagnosis where they're like, I'm so sorry. Uh-huh. Like, we think your baby has Down syndrome. Like, essentially, good luck. Yeah. yeah. And so I've heard some moms that yeah. have had that story, and I'm like, wow, how unfortunate mm-hmm. to like mm-hmm. tell somebody that... with a new baby who's alive, like, yeah. I'm, I'm so sorry, sorry, you know? Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. there was definitely a little bit of that, but I think that it was. More of it was less was focused on the Down syndrome, more was focused on, on the heart, on her heart. Yeah, yeah, just, which is the scarier. Just issue. The, because they had to pull her out of my arms and throw, put her on oxygen. Oh my heart! So it, oh, my you gosh. know, yeah. we just yeah. I think that was the bigger. The, it kind of helped because it made the Down syndrome part easy. <laughs> I know that's how we, you know, that's how we felt too. Is they told us here's the list of all the things it could be. Mm-hmm. All, like half the things were that your baby's going to die. Terrifying, yeah. And then when it was like Down syndrome, we're like, oh, yay. Great. And then when yeah. they said heart defect, we're like, oh, no. Like, oh, you know, yeah. so yeah. it's just, but again, we had so much time to prepare. Like we had our surgeon picked out before yeah. he was born. Yeah. You didn't get that. So I feel like that is more scary at yeah. birth, finding out like, right. oh my gosh, my baby needs heart surgery. Yeah. Now we need to find a surgeon now. Like, yeah. I had already been going to a, a cardiologist when I was yeah. pregnant. Like we had our cardiologist, we had our surgeon. So, did you have her in Mexico? Um, no, I 
I had an intuition uh-huh. that she needed to be born here. Yeah. Uh-huh. I wanted to have her in Mexico. Uh-huh. And I told my husband, I'm like, I'm so sorry. I feel like I'm taking away her dual citizenship and I'm such a bad mom, but no. she yeah. has to be born in Colorado. Yeah. Oh, I was like, yeah. I don't know why, but she has to. Yeah. Got so lucky. That had she been nice. born in Mexico, we probably would have been shipped to Mexico City and not understood a lick of what yeah, they were saying. What was going on. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure yeah. they have English translator translation. But still, it would have been so scary. Yeah. And no and family. And so foreign to you, too, and, what you know and about. Some babies aren't really getting their paperwork for two to three months, so we would have oh, been wow. really stuck. Oh my gosh! Oh wow! We're so Thank lucky. goodness! Yeah, yeah. so We're grateful so lucky. for that. So yeah. I'll take it full circle real quick. Um, my my revelation on Down syndrome as a healer is that I think that our babies are actually made for fifth dimension, which is I mean, like we live on the third, fourth dimension. This is the dimension that's like an even higher vibration, uh-huh. so that's the only reason we don't see it. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm just talking energy waves, uh-huh. and so in this dimension, it uh, there's a lot a big school of thought that this is the dimension that um, you can manifest and create just with love, mm-hmm. which is also what you do here. Yeah, we, we do that. Like yeah. if, when you fall in love with something, then pretty soon it comes into your life, uh-huh. um, or you the idea of it. You fall in love with the idea of it. It comes in usually, uh-huh. depending on how clean up cleaned up your life is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I have this theory that our babies are made sort of for like bridging the gap, uh-huh. bridge, like that bridging that vibrational. Um, space because they're born with the ability to love bigger just yeah, naturally <laughs> with um, yeah and also uh, um, emotionally and um, like their ability to experience kind of tactily and uh, understand and um, have empathy for other people uh-huh. is so much higher that I think that the reason part of the reason we're called the lucky few is because it does take that extra strength to be able to support them on earth right to be able Mm -hmm. to live like to keep their bodies healthy they're Mm -hmm. they're a little like they're more fragile they have a lot of all these other health conditions that can happen so it takes a very strong-willed person Mm -hmm. to be able to help them on that journey but man you succeed and we're i mean these babies are changing the world yeah really we need more babies with down syndrome (laughs) in this world like so yeah. much like think mm-hmm. of how much happier our world would yeah. be if we had more kids yeah. like ours you know yeah. like some really incredible like youtube videos and speeches and really powerful i mean they can just be really powerful mm-hmm. when they set their mind to something it's really amazing to watch so uh-huh. for sure but. and everyone go see peanut butter falcon <laughs> <laughs> quick little, little it's so good it. It yes. thank really you good. so much for having me yeah. on today yes. this Thanks was for coming. really fun yes. yeah this was awesome we learned so much and we're gonna it's eat all of our snacks yeah now we're hungry so yes right. <laughs> we're so excited and then we'll put a link up um to all of rose's information and yeah. fit snack and all of that. Oh, yeah, quick. And your with, shaman services. With then, your right? shaman yeah. services. A link. Can you do them over the phone? Yep. Okay, okay. We can That's do cool. video, phone, or in person. And okay. you can book okay. on my website. Okay, and okay. then um, do you take insurance? How many sessions do you typically do? Yeah, so I um, unfortunately don't take insurance okay. yet. I, I mean, wouldn't either. Don't do, the it. Yeah. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. It's a scam. I would love it in the future, but um, I, uh, I usually recommend uh, three sessions to start. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just because there's just a lot of things right. that might you might not realize that you want to be able to have the space to work on. Sure. Uh, but I'm also just uh, like, I want to honor your journey. So mm-hmm. whatever feels the best for you. 
So yeah, yeah, that's All cool. Right. We'll link oh, if people book three sessions, then I do a twenty percent discount. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. Well, that's nice. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So we'll put a link to your website on there. Yeah. Okay. And all of the infos on there. Yeah. Fit snack. Okay, mm-hmm. Cool. Cool. Yay. We got it. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in, you guys. Thanks. Um, thanks so much for having a warm welcome for Rose here, our first Yay. guest. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> bloopers. <laughs> She's so cute. Like, sweetheart, it's okay.